Star Wars 7x7 episode 2973. We're continuing our series of looks at Andor and specifically looking at news stories that have given us new information about the series. Today we're looking at a story run in Total Film Magazine. Punch it! Hey Rebel Razor, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So before we begin, really quickly, if you don't mind, I mentioned this on yesterday's episode and already you are starting to help out with this and I'm so appreciative. So I talked about how I am hoping, aspiring to interview Mark Hamill for the 3000th episode of Star Wars 7x7, which is coming next month. And I'm putting the proposed questions for the interview out there for everyone to check out, including Mark Hamill himself. I'm tagging him as I post those, and I linked to where you can see those questions on Twitter at the blog post for the show's episode at sw7x7.com and in the show notes in yesterday's episode, and I'm going to do it in today's episode as well, and later today I will post the third proposed question for him, and I'll have that linked in future episodes as well. And if you want to help make this happen, one thing you can do is retweet and share with your own audiences these questions and your enthusiasm for hoping that Mark Hamill will actually answer them and come on the show for an interview. So hopefully that sounds cool to you and you would be cool with retweeting and sharing and letting Mark Hamill and the rest of the Twitterverse know that it would be awesome for him to come on the show. And thank you very much for considering doing that. Alright, so let's dig in. Total Film Magazine released their September 2022 issue, and the Andor series is not the cover story. Unfortunately, that honor went to Dwayne Johnson and Black Adam, so good for him, I guess. But there is a significant Andor story in there, and there are interviews with Tony Gilroy and Diego Luna and Genevieve O'Reilly and Denise Goff and Kyle Soller. This is great stuff. And so here's some things that we find out from this article. For a start, one of the things, and I think I've seen this elsewhere and we're probably going to be talking about it, it might have come out somewhere else, that Marva, who's played by Fiona Shaw, she's the one who has that line of what, that's what a reckoning looks like at the end of the first teaser for Andor, right? She is Andor's adopted mother, adoptive mother in the show. And according to Tony Gilroy, we're going to find Cassian in a place where he's lost, he's desperate, he's the kind of person that you don't want to see coming at you in the other direction in a dark alley, and he hopes that he will not exactly be likable, he'll not exactly be a person with whom you can immediately sympathize at the start of the series, but that eventually he will grow on us. And he also says that it helps that it's Diego Luna, because, you know, Diego Luna is Diego Luna, basically. He's got that star quality, don't you know? And Gilroy also says that for Rogue One, he was the doctor, whereas he gets to be starting from scratch with the Andor series. And I thought that was a little bit interesting for the inside baseball aspect of things about how Stephen Schiff was initially the person who was going to be running the show with this. And instead now is Tony Gilroy. So uh, does that mean that they took anything that Stephen Schiff developed for this and just, you know, said, nope, sorry, we're going to have to go with an another direction entirely and just let Tony Gilroy build everything from scratch. It seems like there is some stuff that they did take with them from the early development phase before Tony Gilroy got in, like the Bo Willimon stuff is there, like he's credited in scripts and whatnot. 
They've also confirmed that the planets of Ferrix and Coruscant are going to appear throughout the series. So Coruscant, of course, is Mon Mothma's base of operations for all intents and purposes, and Ferrix is going to be Cassian's base of operations for all intents and purposes. And also on Ferrix is this Kyle Sollers character, Ciro Karn, who is an inspector. That's the only title that we've been given. An inspector who is very serious about upholding law and order and justice, has a very fanatical, obsessive idea about it, and also an obsession with Cassian and bringing him to justice, but also one of those sort of unhealthy obsessions where he's also maybe a little bit jealous of Cassian in some way. I guess there are certain qualities of achievement that Cassian has that somehow Cyril is not living up to, wants desperately to live up to, and probably is walking around with the fear that he can never get to that place, even though he is highly aspirational and is looking way above his station as far as his own development of growth goes. Now, despite the fact that Ferrix and Coruscant are going to figure largely in the story, the article also reveals that we're going to see a whole bunch of new planets that we've never seen before, which is very exciting. And Diego Luna talks about how you will get the idea that you know how the show is going to be developing after the first three episodes. And then from there, it absolutely sounds like it turns on a dime where he says you're going to be like what is happening and where do these people come from and what's going on here and to me that sounds very much like we're going to get you know sort of an origin story of sorts like we've talked about in previous episodes of Cassian and getting him to a place where he can start taking on missions for the nascent rebellion if you will and whatever this business about who are these people and what is this world and what is going on is really about the kinds of missions that he's going to be undertaking at the start. But they have also confirmed that this is going to be Mon Mothma's story as much as it's going to be Cassian Andor's story. And it's also a story about how the Alliance to Restore the Republic actually comes into existence. So we're going to see different factions, and apparently that goes beyond seeing Mon Mothma's idea of rebellion and Saw Gerrera's idea of rebellion. They give you the implication that there are multiple groups springing up. And so how do they come together? And there's going to be infighting and treachery and also sorts of drama around that situation and betrayal and risk that they talk about in the article. And for her part, Genevieve O'Reilly says that she went back to the performance of Caroline Blackison in Return of the Jedi, and she says that Caroline's performance conveyed a pathos and a pain and a weight, and one of the things that Genevieve O'Reilly thought to herself was, how did she arrive at that place? What are the things that she went through and experienced in order to be the person that we saw in Return of the Jedi? And Genevieve O'Reilly says that we're going to get some of the answers and get some of the way toward who that person was that we met in Return of the Jedi. That, of course, is going to be particularly fascinating because Mon Matha is also very much a pacifist, and yet, and yet, <laughs> there are certainly militaristic elements to this rebellion, and so it'll be interesting to see how she finds the line and how she negotiates her own morals around this with what actually needs to be done. It's been really interesting to see how that plays out in other media, like, for example, in uh, the most recent novel by E.K. Johnston, the most recent Padme novel, where <laughs> there's 
questions about aggressive negotiations that Padme gets involved in and Mon Mothma doesn't necessarily approve of Padme's methods, but Padme says, look, if you're getting me involved, you know what you're getting. And Mon Mothma kind of has to go, all right, well, I don't want to agree with that, but I guess I have to agree with that. So yeah, we're going to get to see more about Mon Mothma's own personal journey and her own you know, moral choices and dilemmas that she's going to face. And the last thing I'd say is notable from the article is that they talk about going very, very deep into the Imperial side of things as well. And Denise Goff talks about her character being, you know, a woman in a very uh, paternalistic, misogynistic empire and that she has to work 10 times as hard to be you know, where she is and be so much better than anyone in the room, which of course is something that I think is pretty relevant to today's world as well. And she makes note of that too. But it also means that there's perhaps a level of ruthlessness in her character that goes well beyond what we might be used to seeing, perhaps, or, you know, where other characters might have taken things to. And so, on the one hand, maybe you might root for her, and on the other hand, you might be like, why are we rooting for her? She's absolutely nuts. So, I don't know, we're going to have to see how that goes. But that right there pretty much wraps up everything that you might want to know from the Total Film article in the September 2022 issue. And that right there is going to do it for this episode of the show. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.